Welcome, welcome to the first episode of the 1% Better Podcast. I am Ashrael, or Ashrael, and I'm here with my legendary brother, the famous, the soon-to-be-great, matter of fact, already great, the one and only, my co-host, my brother Kyle. What's up, man? It's Kyle, bro. Damn, bro, I'm a little little nervous. That's crazy. But, uh... Yes, man, I'm glad we're doing this, bro. I'm glad we long overdue. Long, long overdue, yo. We how long? April at least, right? Bro, yeah, bro. We were still going to school, bro. We were still yes. going to school. We're talking about this. But that means it's been marinated. So now yeah. we're cooking it. And so you already know it's going to be fire. You know what yeah. I mean? The dish about to come out fire. So the viewers, y'all in store, man. And how we roll on here, man, we ain't going to make it like we preaching to y'all. It's just a conversation between us two and y'all just tapping in. Like we all FaceTime, right? Like we yeah, it's phone. exactly like that. It's exactly like that. So we ain't even going to waste time with it. You know what I mean? So I wanted to talk about being bilingual. Not even bilingual, multilingual, right? And we as a people, we constrict ourselves. You know, we only think Spanish, French, being multilingual. And we need to really broaden our mindset with it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it's like we only we only speak one cultural language. You know what I mean? We can't speak to the cultural language of the business world or the cultural language of somebody stuck in the hood. You know what I mean? Or somebody deranged. You know what I mean? We only stay in our yeah, yeah. world. And also, what a lot of people think. Like, just like you were saying, um, bilingual, it's not always if you can speak Spanish, French, or African. Like, we was talking about this. Bilingual, yeah. bro, it means you can get through to all different groups of the type of people. Like, exactly. for example, you can be able to have a, a conversation with um, this businessman, right? Mm-hmm. And you can also be able to relate what y'all are talking about to somebody like, let's just say, the stereotypical person from the hood or like anybody that just don't know anything about it. Exactly. You have that ability to be bilingual. Mm-hmm. And then when you do that, you morph yourself into something different. You know what I mean? You can't exactly. put a label. You can't put a label on you at that point. You know what I mean? And that's how you really know you're in your own lane in your own box. And you can't be set up for comparison or competition because exactly. you're reaching everybody. Your hands is in every bucket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're a jack of all trades. Exactly. And then the phrase, I had looked into that complete phrase. They say, the jack of all trades, the master of none. Bro, it's so crazy that you said that. I was just thinking about that. My coach say that all the time. That's something that he's big on. Like, um, he says that, you know, you have certain players that they want to be good at everything, but they're not good at just one thing. They don't master that one thing. He said, we don't want to be a jack of all trades, but master of none. So we go through the small stuff first. We we don't even do a whole lot of stuff yet. Like, we, we going through the small stuff first. And then he implemented the, you know, bigs, you know, everything else. That's a fact. And, yeah. and it's cool to be a jack of all trades, but you need a, a mastery. See, right here behind me, it's a it's a pyramid of mastery. You know what I mean? It starts at self-awareness, then it leads to self-exploration, self-discovery, self-understanding, self-love, self-transformation, and then self-mastery. You know what right. I mean? Everything is a pyramid. Everything is steps. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of things, bro, 
uh, that I want whoever's watching this or listening to this, you want to master the little things first because it's not always about the big things. I mean, take care of those little things because those little things are the foundation. Exactly. Like you got to have a foundation of, you know what I'm saying? You can't build. Exactly. You know, like, why are, you, why are you trying to build the top of the skyscraper without even having the base? You know fact, that goes also into what we were saying um, a couple of days ago. You get whiplash if you're going too fast. Like exactly, exactly like yeah. You, uh, I mean, you can't rush the process. Like it's better exactly. for that slow acceleration because if you're trying to accelerate zero to sixty in one second, you know you're gonna snap your neck doing that. Like that don't even make sense. But exactly. if you, you was going too fast, you know, and my fault. You was going too fast that you didn't. You ignored the sign. You ignored the lessons. You didn't. You know what I'm saying? You skip. You trying to skip right past it so that when you do hit that. That, that that hardship or that challenge or something that you think would be too hard, you're gonna you're gonna be messed up because you didn't want to master those little things. You didn't want to take it slow. And you know it. <laughs> nah for sure. And it's like yeah. if you're going too fast, you can mix your exit. And now you gotta go even farther just to go back where you was. But if you was taking your time, taking in the scenery and everything around you. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even miss your blessings. You wouldn't even miss the things. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And then while we on the topic of roles and stuff, let's talk about competition and comparison. Mm. And the curse of it. You know what I mean? Because competition. Oh, you got it. My fault. Matter of fact, now you go ahead and start it. You go ahead and start it. Nah, competition is one of the things that I deal with personally being an athlete and just being somebody who is around greatness all the time because I really mm -hmm. want to surround myself around people that are going to be something. Like, you, you, you're you not going to see me around a whole lot of nobody. You're not going to see me around a whole lot of knuckleheads and stuff like that. That's like, a fact. I really, exactly. Like, I really want to surround myself because I had to learn that the hard way. I want to surround myself around people that got something going. So, for me to do that, and I'm always around uh, – comparison like for example uh you know i play on the football team bro I, I compare myself all the time and it's not the right thing i've been working on that like, that's one thing i had to self-reflect and work on myself i've been bro, i've been um comparing myself to people on the line people like on my team like all type of stuff and what i've gotten better at is focusing on kyle and just me and blocking out all of that i had to delete instagram i had i, I did all that and I really focus in on myself. And honestly, bro, like since we talking about roads and stuff like that, bro, stay in your lane. Like you can't, you can't drift off. And everything is not always about competition. Like, mm -hmm. You're not in competition with nobody else but the person in the mirror. So every day you wake up, mm -hmm. you go in your bathroom, brush your teeth, do whatever you gotta do. But look in the mirror, and you're really in competition with that person, nobody else. Like focus on that person every single day because uh, if you want to get on, if, if the first thing you do is go. On, wake up go on instagram you already lost you already like you defeated because you're trying to prepare yourself already like nah wake up say what can i do to make myself one percent better today you know what like, and, and you know what <laughs> like, they can do you know? Yourself, you know what they can do they can be grateful it's gratitude exactly like bro be grateful bro the corniest things the corniest sayings are usually the best ones gratitude is the best attitude you know, um, treat people how you want to be treated. These corny sayings we heard go coming up, these are actual spiritual, universal lessons. You know what I mean? When you, when you practice gratitude, it brings a sense of like, yo, things aren't as bad as I make it seem. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly, bro. Like, 
like one thing about it, bro, I connect with like it goes back to being bilingual. I connect with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And so I might be thinking my world is crashing down because I might be going through this thing after this thing after this thing. But I got a friend over here that's going through hell, right? And it's like, damn, like I'm really I appreciate that, like what I'm going through, because I know someone else is going through that three times worse, bro. And I can only imagine how they feel. You know what and, I'm saying? and you know, you know the trick with it though, is that it becomes the way to transcend your problems is to be like, how can this be for my best benefit? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, what lesson? Everything is a lesson. It's either a win or a lesson, never a loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to comparison and competition, you got to see it like, there's no, we can be in the same highway, but we not in the same lane. Like, we both making shirts, but I'm doing my stuff. My fault. Like I'm doing my style, you're doing your style. You mm-hmm. know? And it's also that might be in two different lanes, and you might think you in competition with this person whole time. This person got a whole nother destination that mm. you don't know nothing about. That's a and fact. And you trying to keep in competition with this person right here, and this person probably got a whole different destination. That exactly. yeah, it look like y'all going the same way, but right now, like you might drift off, right? And this person got a whole different exit. So this person is going through what it looks like. It's a sit, the stuff that you want to do in life. He got this and this and this and this, but whole time it ain't even his ain't even his purpose to do that, bro. You, you got a whole, whole nother, you know what I'm saying? So like that's one thing I did have to tell myself and keep in mind that, bro, everything happens for a reason. And that's so how it go. It, it's just like that. Like everything, everything is you know planned. Like. Like, even if you don't recognize the plan, everything is planned. Like, we talk about fate and destiny. And one day I had a contemplation of fate and destiny. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's real. But not everything is ordained in the sense that you have a, it's like a path, right? The first moment you're born into this world, you know, through every moment, every action you take leads to a new branch. And mm. it's, it's probable that you either take this one or this one. And depending on which one you take, leads you a different path to your ultimate goal of the destiny. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, will I wake up and be on Instagram today or am I going to wake up and brush my teeth, say some gratitude? Whichever path it takes leads to which step is going to get me to my destiny. Facts. And also, once you're doing that, you might be going, like I said, you might be going on a path with a person and it looks like y'all trying to go to the same thing, y'all doing the same thing. But really, really, maybe, like, you have to ask yourself through your struggles and whatever you're going through, maybe I'm here. Maybe maybe I'm going through this to learn something. Like, mm. maybe, maybe I'm doing this to learn something because at the end of the day, bro, like, like you tell me all the time, because I, I, I get in my feelings and I get discouraged. Like, you tell me all the time, bro, it's not about the, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, bro. And you want, like, you want to pay attention to the stuff you go through and really ask yourself certain questions on and the journey i'm glad you brought that up because the journey is just so powerful like when you really put importance on the journey the destination is secondary because remember how i was talking about that key analogy yeah yeah you can you can be going somewhere like let's say you're going to a function you know you already know what fit you're going to wear you already know how long it takes to get there the route and all that but if you don't have the keys to your car you're not going to get there you need the key. You need the littlest thing. You know what I mean? So 
to begin your journey. And that key really is just the I, the idea, you know what I mean, with starting your journey. You know what I mean? Journey with anything. You know what I mean? You just need the idea, the the spark. And then you have to breathe life into it. You have to breathe. When you put fire, I mean air into fire, then it starts lighting up and becoming more flame. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to breathe into the spark. So yeah, bro, I think I just think that we can we can just do so much to be one percent better. And matter of fact, I say some things that made me one percent better lately is just taking time to slow down and stop. You know. Mm, what you mean by that? Like like how do explain to the viewers how slowing down and stopping looks for you? So for me, it's if I'm talking to somebody, or even right now, right, I'm observing. I'm yeah. seeing that I'm looking through these eyes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not completely immersing myself. There's a level of observation in all my interactions. All right. And when I do that, it's a sense of slowing down. It's a sense of me, you know, like coming back to self and centering me. Right. Or even in meditation. You know, when you meditate, everything can be a meditation. Meditation is just awareness and stillness, you know. Like, mm-hmm. think about I, I like to describe peace in the in this analogy, right? Let's say you drop a pebble onto the rock, I mean, onto a pond. The surface may be disturbed, but the bottom isn't phased at all. Sure, mm-hmm. sure the bottom is collecting the rocks, but it could care less, you know, but... Uh- the top is rippled, things are always on it, it might get murky and dirty, so nobody wants to really go in it based off surface. But in the box, it's cool. That's where all the life is at the bottom, you know? So mm-hmm. you translate that metaphor into this, right? There's gonna be things on the surface that come into you and that can hurt you deep, that's gonna scar you deep, that's gonna collect at your bottom, you know what I mean? Facts. But, and that goes back to having that strong foundation we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's going to collect at the bottom, but it doesn't have to phase you. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to. You know, the top may get dirty. It may get murky. People on the outside might see you a certain way, and they don't really want to come near you, not knowing that the inside is more pristine. And that's where the life is at. But, you know, you just haven't been cleaned up on the surface in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, just stillness, stopping, and choosing peace, choice, you know? Yeah, that that's that's a big one. Choosing to not let certain stuff bother you is, is huge. And it, it takes a lot of self-discipline. That's one thing. That's that's some things I've been working on that make me 1% better is self, try, trying to be self-disciplined. I don't, I don't know what's the word for it, but just trying to have self-discipline because um, as far as like, but I do a lot, like, you know, going to work, school, well, now school, but mm-hmm. going to work, practice, stuff like that. It, it tears a wear and tear on my body, and I have to be disciplined. Like, I have to, like, I tell myself, like, I'm trying to tell myself, don't be in a bed past a certain time, because then you're going to be all walking, and you're trying to catch up. Throughout the day. So yeah. One thing I have been working on is definitely, definitely trying to be self-disciplined, trying to work on myself, and also trying to, I'm, I'm trying to focus on how I treat other people, like, 
Because I know I talk to people crazy sometimes. But I'm like, things like going on. Yeah. Like, like just trying to fix on how I treat certain people. And um, I've also been trying to, like, focus on, I don't know how to put this, but trying to focus on the things that matter. Like, mm-hmm. uncontrollable situations, I've learned not to let it phase me as much because you can't you can't control the uncontrollable. You know what I'm saying? You let, me, let me ask you something, not to, not to cut your wisdom. What mm-hmm. would you say can somebody control and what are things that you just can't control? What is out your control and what is in your control? Okay, well, I'm going to speak from, all right, so let's see for me. So mm-hmm. what I would say is uncontrollable is just certain life, like, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you, like, stuff that happens that you didn't do, that you can't uh, necessarily change and things that were going to happen anyway. That's just how it was. And a controllable situation is, okay, how can I look at this problem? Now, is this is this so much as bad, or can I learn from this problem? You know what I'm saying? Or, all right, this happened. Let me, let me, let me focus on how I'm going to change how it can turn out. Like, say a bad situation might happen, and you're like, wow, and so, somebody might need your help, right? You can't get caught up in emotions and feelings because feelings and emotions are temporary. My girl tells me all the time, feelings and emotions are temporary. You got to feel those emotions and then act on that problem. That is a controllable situation, what I would call it a controllable situation. Yeah. Uh, and as men, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about, oh, men and female, da, da, da. But like, as men, I feel like we can't let our emotions always control us because mm. especially dealing with females or any type of uh female in a situation because females are driven by emotions and feelings. This is how things are. And I'm not trying to diss females or anything like that. No, nah, it's just it's just natural yeah. love. And that's just how it is. That's just yeah. how it is. And you can't get caught up in your feelings and emotions. You have to act off of your uh, logic, awareness and your logic and um, your mindset. That's why I feel like always, always, always make sure you build a strong base and um, what's the word foundation yourself yeah and quickly quickly touch on that topic of masculine versus feminine you know we need we need to move out that space of where masculine and feminine is something that's controversial something that's Mm -hmm. up for choice like nah there is such thing as natural law you know there's things that are known females are naturally you know emotional creatures energetic creatures and there's nothing wrong with that you know when you're in it see emotion is just energy in motion you see what i'm saying so if you can harness that energy the manifestation possibilities are endless you know your your ability to control and you know operate your world is is at your motion that's your center and for the man it's your logic like the mind is the man's womb, you know? Mm-hmm. And through the mind, a man... Elaborate on that. Elaborate on that real quick. Oh, oh yeah. And through the mind, a man can birth anything if he gives it the life to, you know? Mm-hmm. If he sets time to cultivate it, nourish it, nurture it, you know, facilitate it with the nutrients it needs to thrive, then right. his mind, he can manifest it and craft it in the real physical world. Right. That's why, fellas, it's important to hold on to your energy, man. Mm. 
Should we, should we even touch on that one in this episode? We should save that for another episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh. Should we touch we on gonna, we gonna, we gonna say, we gonna say Okay, we're going to say that one. Y'all got to stay tuned in. Y'all got to stay tuned. We're going to know what we're talking about. The ones that know, they know. But the ones that don't, go ahead and press the subscribe button. I the subscribe button. But, you know, but I think to cap it off, we should just quickly touch on logic. You know what I mean? And how to facilitate that. So how do you facilitate your logical side? Okay, well, I've been working on this because I'm not 100% great at it yet. I'm not going to get on here and act like I'm this perfect person because I promise oh, yeah. you I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a fact. We need to say here, yo. Exactly. Like, I'm a, we we keep it real up here, bro. Like, oh, yeah. For, for what I do in situations to that I have to put forth the logic, I... I analyzed it first, and I, all right, like, for example, I've been working on this with my girl a lot. Like, I've been talking to her, and, she, like, you know, we argue. You know, a little different arguments. Yeah. So, like, and I've been trying to do this with my siblings, too. Um, Not just getting mad and just, like, lashing out. Mm. Like, all right. Like, I asked, like, I, I asked a question, and sometimes we'll be talking about something, or I'll just pause. Like, sometimes I really just pause. Like, I just. Like, sit there, like, bro. That goes and back I, to the stillness. Exactly. I just sit there, like, come on now. Is it that serious? If mm-hmm. not, I'm like, don't be that serious. I'm like, all right. So, why you do, like, if my siblings, I'm like, bro, why you do this? Or, like, why? Like, why, why? Mm-hmm. Or, and if it's my girl, I'd be like, all right, so now what happened to make you feel that way? All right, now, I'm saying, I, I apologize if I was wrong. And I'd be like, all right, so now let's do this. Or, let's try this you know what i'm saying and yeah. i'll listen uh, I, a lot a lot a lot of what people male and female don't understand but sometimes you just gotta listen bro like that's half it communication exactly and my, my uncle told me um a wise man always listens and i feel like that can take you a lot a, a long way because a lot of a lot of messages a lot of signs a lot of things that could be like important come through just listening bro you don't have to always say your piece and always try to get the last word but just listen like that's when it take you a long way and with listening yo it's like like if, if it's a silent moment most of the time the other person that you want to talk they will talk because they don't want to feel the silence you know exactly. and if somebody that peeps game and they just see you silent they'll end up talking just so that you can get some game Especially if they like feel as if they might know some more than you or something, they know something you don't know that could benefit you. you yeah, because real recognize real. That's a fact. And you know, that's yo, another saying so powerful. You you can't really see people. You don't see everybody. Like we see people, we don't see everybody. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I see you because I see me in you. You know what I mean? Cause I'm real, you real. So I see me in you. I don't see everybody because I don't see me and them like that for real, you know? And that's that's just tapping into something whole else. Bad. But let me take it back to logic before I go on a tangent. How I cultivate logic is, you know, like you said, analyzing, you know, questioning, breaking it down, you know, seeing its simplest parts. The word complex means uh, pretty much in a, a combination of simple things put together. 
you know, so complex things are simple at heart. So as, as a logical man, you know, I take those simple things, I take those complex things and see where the simplicity is, you know, and I, and I stretch that out and read it, you know? And so let's say, let's say I was dealing with, you know, a woman, right. And Mm -hmm. let's say we were going back and forth or something. The trick is not to meet her with full logic because that's not her rationale. But see, you have to be lot you have to be emotionally logical. So And that also goes into bro, it's so crazy. I'm I'm from my father, I ain't trying to you say, say, say. But like it also goes into what you said, bro. You gotta be bilingual, like you gotta mm-hmm. be take it back all the way, full circle. See, you go full circle yeah. on about a podcast. You know what I mean? And so it's like you have to be able to emotion, yeah, concise your sentence in a logical way, but that come off emotional, so that way you can speak her language. You know right. what I mean? Cause you speaking to her, like let's say she mad, right? You know what I mean? She'd be like, "Why'd you do this?" Or she like, "Ah," you know what I mean? But you're like, "Oh, this is da 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 da." You're just giving exact this, but it's like she there's more behind it. Most of the times, it's not exactly what you did. It's more, you know why you didn't do it so let's say for example right let's say your mom gets on you by not taking the trash out you take it out once completely for a month but then you be slacking right she and she get on you she more likely mad at your lack of consistency than you not taking out the trash because that's an emotional thing but a man who says that he'll be like yo you know you need to take out the trash and if he knows your track record you know, he'll be like, okay, he's probably, something's up. You know what I mean? He sees your track record. Women don't see the track record, you know? And that's just the difference, you know what I mean? That's a logical outside, you know what I mean? That's the being the bilingual of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can't compare your level of logic to another because, you know, some's marinate more than others. You know, some right. have more experiences to input their logicalness in it. You do. And there also might be two different mindsets as well. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing a lot of people, when it comes to analyzing problems, uh, it goes back to this. I keep saying it goes back to because, like, all this stuff, like, is yeah. in one circle. It's, it's all in one. It's all in one. Yeah, people try to get through so much, like, just trying to give a piece so much, like, or it's trying to be right all the time. But you don't have to be right all the time. Honestly, mm-hmm. being right is sometimes to listen. And um, another thing, uh, when it comes to handling problems, uh, a lot of people, bro, it's your tone. Like, your certain tone towards things. I need to take my own advice on this because I'm not the best at it. But uh, your tone goes into it a lot. Like, you can't always be rah-rah and expect people to really want to listen. I wouldn't want to listen to somebody yelling 24-7. Would you? Like, nah, you know that's so deep. Exactly. Like, sometimes it's cool to be like, all right, so, like, what's up, bro? Or, or what happened? Like, be calm, bro, because another thing, if especially uh, fellas, when you're talking to a girl or um, anybody, really, uh, once they see your calm, then they'll feel safe and secure, mm. and they, they'll feel like they can be calm in the situation as well because they don't want to, like, nobody wants to listen to somebody who's already got That's a fact. That's a fat fact. And when you always trying to give your peace, you can't protect your peace. 
Hey, elaborate on that. Elaborate on that. When you, that was a good quote too, wasn't it? Yeah. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you're always trying to give your peace, you can't protect it. You know what I mean? Because then you leave yourself open for somebody to, you know, go back and forth with you. You know, tell you why you was wrong about something. Sometimes you do need. Sometimes you was wrong about something, and you know, telling somebody your peace will give you, you know, more enlightenment, more clarity. So there's nothing necessarily wrong with putting your two cents in, but if you always sharing your peace, then you can't protect your peace and you can't add into it, you know? You know, mm-hmm. you just listen, when you just shut up and you just take what somebody is saying, not think about your response, then you can fully understand them. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's one of the biggest things humans as a collective need to do is just work on understanding one another, see where everybody's coming from, you know? and. Right stop trying to be the same puzzle piece as another person like you were you literally come into this world to stand out otherwise we would have the ability to look like everybody else we can try to look like everybody else it's not possible no nah, no nah, don't ever try that that's one thing oh we're gonna say that for that we're gonna say that for that mm-hmm. and so i just i just think that the last thing we can do to be one percent better is simply understand each other yo Exactly, and it and agree to disagree. Mm. It's yes. like a lot of people, especially I see um, a lot of people in relationships, whether it's friendships, boyfriend to girlfriend, girl, uh, whatever you got going on. It's okay to agree to disagree and folk and, and and really realize that it's not me versus you. Yeah, it should never be that. It should be our right, we got this problem going on, so it's really us versus the problem because. Mm. We've been going through this problem for a long time. It's not just you as a person, because if they were a problem when you met them, y'all wouldn't have stayed together. You know what I'm saying? Or y'all wouldn't have a click, right? It's really just, uh, I want people to really try to focus on them trying to attack the problem that they have instead of trying to attack the person that they're with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like that one. I like that one. You know, and I think I think that's a great way to close it right there. Attack the problem, not the person, and try to understand each other, man. That's that's what one percent better. That's the one percent better for today, man. So, you know, I thank my brother, my co-host Kyle for doing this with me, man. Long overdue, episode one, and only more to come. Hey, we ain't lighting up, bro. So much more to come, and we're gonna upgrade so much, bro. Man. It's going to nah, be ready. crazy. They ain't ready. They ain't ready, bro. Not, bro. This is global. This is going to be global, bro. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. We're making an empire right now. Oh, yeah. They don't know. They don't know, but they'll know. You know what I mean? Exactly. They don't know, but they'll know. So We got to say too much. We got to say too much. We let our action show. So, you know what I mean? Thank you for tuning in to the 1% Better Podcast. I'm Ashrael or Asher. I'm Kyle. And I want y'all to go check out my boy, Cam. Move different ink. Mm, fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, we gonna, we gonna put it. I got the hoodie on right now. Got hoodies, shirts, man, anything you need, bro. Go check them out if you need some more prayer for back to school. We gonna put his Instagram in the description. And while you at it, go ahead and check out the Astralism clothing line too while you at it. You know? Right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We still got a couple of kinks to work out, but you can go ahead and get the website. You know what I mean? Tell a friend to tell a friend and Yo, what's up? Exactly. So, with that said, peace and blessings, everybody.
And we yo. Episode one. Episode one, baby. <laughs> yeah.